Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kill this. Birdie num num. Hello. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Birdie Num Num podcast. Sanjay Manigtala here, and this week I am doing two podcasts. I am being a little bit spontaneous, having some spontaneity, being improvisational, improvisational. Um, I am here today to talk about something because I've been having a lot of fun on Twitter the last 48 hours. Um, fighting with people, not really fighting, I'm actually exercising my creative muscles um, by trying to be witty with people who are trolling or disagreeing. And it's all love, it's all fun. Um, you know, there's a time and a place to discuss things, and sometimes one of my favorite hobbies is calling out people and, of course, getting called out, because I think when you get called out, it makes you question your morals, your judgments, your actions. And I'm loving it, dude. I am honestly loving it. People make fun of me all the time, like, oh, this stupid NRI comedian. Oh, uh, he doesn't know. Oh, wow, he was in Huffington Post or CNN. Oh, wow, this, that, that, whatever. And it's great, man. It makes me, it keeps me on my toes, uh, keeps me fresh, keeps me thinking, and keeps me working hard. And on that note about being improvis- improvisation, how the hell do I say it? On being witty, <laughs> let's just say that. Uh, something interesting happened this week. Uh, I don't pay much too much attention to the Bangalore comedy scene uh, at the ground level as much anymore. I do my shows and I try to hop on to shows that are existing, but the infrastructure I have built here the last nine or ten years is kind of running on its own now. People have their shows, they have their crowds, they market their stuff, they build their portfolios online, and I go when I need to. But recently, on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, I was witness to a young comic named Akshay, uh, who, you know, I don't, I haven't seen his comedy. I don't know. Is it great? Is it not? I'm assuming if he's a couple of years in, he's working on getting better, like all of us. And as the great, amazing comedian you guys should check out, Gary Goldman said, uh, comedy is crazy, you know, because you know how hard it is. It's bizarre to learn a craft in public. And I've always said this, a musician can practice a song, practice even an award-winning Grammy song on his or her guitar until they have the song down perfect. They can sing on key using an app. They can send the videos and the MB3 to people and ask them what they think. But a comedian has to learn his or her craft in front of live audience. And it's very tricky to do that because jokes may work on one audience, may not work in another. You're always in front of somebody. You got to take your bumps and your licks and your scars with a crowd. And that is the nature of the beast. And so I'm assuming uh, this young guy was probably working out some material or trying out a joke. And from what I heard, it was like a pedophile joke, yada, yada. Fine, you can do I may not do pedophile jokes or rape jokes or this and that, but as a comedian, you have every right to think long and hard about trying to make a controversial topic funny. And if here and if he did or if he didn't, freedom of speech, go for it. And so what happened, the story that I've got from everyone is a comedian was on stage in Bangalore, uh, said something, uh, some joke wasn't taken properly. And by the way, Ladies and gentlemen of our, you know, still very young infant comedy market here in India. And yes, 10 years is young. Okay. It's funny. People are always like, why are Indian comedians so bad? Or when will they be good? Like Seinfeld. I like Seinfeld. Um, Comedy is still new in this country, you guys. Uh, Why don't you ask why we don't have any Grammy winners or Oscar winners coming out of India? Those industries are a lot later. Or how about gold medalists? So how can you expect comedians, you know, to be at the level of Dave Chappelle or Seinfeld? That stuff takes 20, 30 years, and they're working on it. And a lot of us are doing great. 
A lot of people are working very hard, uh, but these things, again, take time because you have to practice live. And so on that note, uh, you know, this guy was doing a joke. And if you don't like a joke, everyone, if you're not a fan of a joke, number one, don't laugh, all right? If you find the joke offensive or you're getting bored, you have every right to. Comedians need audience. They need you. Um, so leave, you know, or don't laugh or look at your phone or start talking with your friends. Uh, you know, it's funny. People on Twitter, I'm like, if you didn't like something on Twitter, you don't have to like it. You don't have to follow me, you know. Uh, comedians know when a joke didn't work because no one has liked that tweet or that Facebook post. So no one's going to be like, oh, how dare you assault my art when they have one like. No, when they realize that because comedians are still self-centered and very much addicted to social media validation. When we don't get something, we know that that's not working. It's not most comedians' job, especially in their first 10 years, to try to be offensive or insightful or, you know, talk about anti-Muslim rhetoric or anti-woman rhetoric or anti-bucked you know, rhetoric, whatever. We're just trying to see, from our point of view, what is funny, what is, what is insightful, what is hypocritical, whatever. And speaking of, hypo hypo speaking of hypocrisy, one of the issues that I've had a big problem with out of this whole thing. So let me let me finish the story, by the way. So this guy did a joke, wasn't very funny. Two guys in the audience, middle-class dudes, drunk, whatever. They got upset, they heckled him, and they left. End of story? No. This guy continues doing his humor, comes back up to where 100 people are watching a comedy show respectfully, uh, you know, and starts yelling and screaming and fighting with the comedian. The comedian retorts because he's still trying to run a show, you know, and this guy throws a beer bottle at this guy's head, misses, thankfully, the beer bottle or the beer mug uh, shatters across the wall, and it's literally almost attempted assault. I agree it's not attempted murder. It's pretty much a drug brawl, uh, sorry, a drunk brawl, but you could have literally sent somebody to the hospital by trying to bash a big, massive beer mug on their head, and I hope this never happens to me. It's almost happened to me in Singapore. I saw an Australian comic, an American comic, make fun of an Australian audience member, and that guy chucked a Heineken bottle right at his head, but luckily it missed, and it was less dramatic because the wall behind him was carpeted, so it didn't break. All of us were just like, wow, in Singapore, wasting a beer? That's like $10. Uh, but in India, uh, this guy threw a mug of beer, of drought beer, shattered across the wall, you know, threw that at his head, and I, if that had happened to me, I just... Hope, number one, it missed. But number two, I would have had the presence of mind to be like, oh, it's the first time I ever saw a kingfisher fly in a long time. <laughs> so um, that's my comedy brain. Sorry, guys. But, you know, he basically assaults this guy, misses, and then runs out and gets kicked out. And the comics who are in the room, the owner of the venue or the promoter, whoever, start chasing him, start taking photos of him. Uh, let the dust settle. Everybody is safe. Everybody is fine. Carry on with the show. Crowd is awkward, whatever, whatever. But everyone has a story. And then here's the thing, guys. If you're going to mess with a comedian and if you think comedy is some glamorous thing because somebody has 100,000 followers or a million followers, let me tell you something. Uh, they are still probably broke and they are still probably living out of a one or two BHK. You are killing it a lot more at your Infosys job or your Microsoft job or hell, even whatever government job you have. Like it is not a very glamorous lifestyle at all, but the followers and the attention is just one of the byproducts of putting yourself out there for literally next to nothing. I mean, look at the opportunity costs most of the comedians in this country have where they are not working at a nice cushy IT job or marketing job and they're sacrificing that 
for 5, 10, 20, 30, 40K a month if they're lucky. And I would say that's about 98%, 99% of the comedians I know, okay? That being said, all right, uh, so these guys throw a beer bottle, and one thing comics do have is they may not have money, but they do generally have camaraderie, and they do have an active social media presence. And if they are passionate about something, homie, you have just ticked off the wrong beast. And again, I'm sure the joke was shit. It must have been bad if somebody was angry enough to throw a beer bottle, but you do not ever try to hurt somebody for words that are coming out of their mouth. If you're going to get to that level, ho, 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 they're going to try to hurt you back a lot more with words on Facebook, on Twitter. And this guy, and I don't want to give the, uh, say this guy's name. It's already online. You can Google it or check out my socials. He even works for an IT company here in Bangalore, and people have been going after him. This is my favorite thing to do, by the way, because we as Indians, we as people in general, but Indians especially, we are such like hypocrites about like voicing our opinions or complaining to strangers or picking fights with people and yet if you ask somebody hey instead of getting angry that Nirav Modi is out in England with a bunch of diamonds that don't change your life at all I don't think if the diamonds come back you're gonna get a raise at your bank um you know instead of complaining about that or what Modi is doing for a farmer has anyone even met a farmer uh, it does anybody I, I have a million friends here in Bangalore not a million I have like a hundred friends here in Bangalore I don't think a single person has ever met a farmer. I've never met a farmer. I've never spoken to a farmer. I've seen the news where they talk to farmers and they like get a sound bite out of him probably because he's like, I'm on TV. Um, but I've never spoken to a farmer. But I have spoken to my driver, spoken to my maids. And these same people who complain about the government, complain about uh, the lack of this or that education in this country. Hey, bro, why don't you uh, go teach your driver English? Or why don't you help your maids daughter you know give 10k or 20k or 50k a year uh to help them uh you know go to school and dig themselves out so that you know when they're 18 20 25 they can get the job at microsoft or at infosys and a lot of people will be like but i don't have that kind of money i just do my part i give two scraps of roti that i'm done eating or some leftover chocolate i didn't like uh and I, or i give them all the old clothes i don't care about um, they don't need that, dude, okay? And if you don't have the money or the time to do that, why do you have the money or time to sit on Twitter fighting with strangers? You know what I mean? Like, one thing I hate about the world in general is, and I, I think only people who grew up in poverty, like me, uh, may, may know this, uh, is the news, social media, everything, they talk about how bad things are. But if you look around at the 10 people around you, are they really that bad? Like, are people dying around you? Are people starving around you? Are people not having a roof over their head around you? You know, my driver has a tough life. Uh, my maid has a tough life, but they both have smartphones. They both have unlimited data on their phones. Uh, they both are learning stuff. You know, I might make a podcast for my driver in Canada. Let's try that. You know, maybe that'll help open up a new market for him and do something cool, right? So I don't understand why people pick these fights with people, and when they do— when, especially in India, because, you know, I got some shit on Twitter for this recently. Like, in India on Twitter, you'll see a lot of guys complaining, especially India, middle-class people in bars in India. Uh, the same guys who use Twitter will shout and fight. Because here's the thing about being a middle-class in India. you Middle-class in India is like being wealthy in any other country. And by that, I mean you literally have people waiting on you hand and foot. You are going to treat waiters like shit. 
you are going to treat your housekeeper like the fact that she forgot to fill a water bottle or the fact that, you know, she didn't dust under your laptop, which you never even do. Um, you know, like she should have known that. Uh, you're going to expect your driver to be waiting on you hand and foot. And then you carry that over when you go to a restaurant and it's been 10 seconds since your drink wasn't refilled. Or the waiter says, don't stub your cigarette out on the floor, stub it out in the ashtray right in front of you. Or you can't even smoke here. And a lot of these people have no disregard for any of that stuff because they're so used to being treated, you know, or waited on hand and foot. And that carries over onto Twitter. Onto, and for some reason, when these people go to the U.S. or the U.K., they're all, like, behave properly. And if some white waiter is like, you can't smoke, they're oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And they apologize a thousand times and leave a big tip. But in their homeland, home country, they misbehave and they scream and they shout and they do nothing but complain. And I see these people every night. And you might be like, Sanjay, you're generalizing. You're complaining. I'm hearing you with this American accent, bitch, about this stuff. What do you know? Um, I know, okay? I grew up in America, poorer, poorer than most people in India, okay? Don't ask me how, but it happened. And I can talk about this because I have experienced it. And I see it every night at bars, every single night. You go to a comedy show 10 nights in a row. I challenge anybody to do this challenge, the 10-night-in-a-row the, the comedy challenge. Forget the ice bucket challenge. We're doing the shitty comedy challenge. You will see obnoxious, overprivileged, not wealthy, but middle-class dudes misbehaving like anything. And so it's these same people who fight and scream. And a lot of people were like, Sanjay, what do the comedians say? Like, maybe he deserved the beer bottle. Really? That's your, that's your response? Um, or what are you going to say next? What did she say? Maybe she deserved to get whacked, you know? That's like wife beater attitudes, dude. If a comedian, if anyone says something, uh, you have no right to check a beer bottle at them. You don't even have a right to push them, but that happens. But you do not have a right when 100 people are watching somebody. Dude, walk out. Don't laugh. Boo. I guarantee you that comedian will never do it again because a comedian without an audience is not a comedian, all right? They're like, they're like a mime or something. Um, and, you know, my favorite thing about these people on, on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, part of them is upset. And not all of them, but part of them is upset that here is a young kid who may or may not be funny, but has more balls than them to step out of their comfort zone, to do something, to take a risk, to try an unpopular opinion, to try to make something sensitive funny, uh, to try to follow their dreams, their heart, their passions. And part of them is upset that person is doing that, yet this person is still just taking a shitty paycheck for a shitty job they don't like or unhappy about their marriage or something else. And they take that frustration out on Twitter in the name of, you know, love your government or in the name of that's offensive. And then these same people, when they try to call you out and then you're like, I don't appreciate that language or that violence or whatever – and then you are like, I wonder what your boss, Microsoft, will say about that. Or I wonder what your boss, KS Infotech Private Limited, will say about that. Or you try to get back at them. They're trying to attack your career. You try to, at the very least, be like, is this what your company represents? You know, Not all comedians speak for other comedians. And hey, asshole, you don't speak for your company. But if you want to play that game, comedians will happily do it. And the second you do that, I, used, I got trolled on Twitter once because this... Uh, cricketer Ashwin something, who was recently in the news too for that weird uh, ball trick that he did. Um, he trolled me like a year ago. You can Google it. If you Google uh, Ashwin racism Twitter, I think you'll find the tweet he picked of mine about curd rice, which I thought was hilarious. Um, and so all these guys were like, oh, hack comedian, he sucks. Like, what? Do you, they don't even know me. 
And then this guy was making, he thought I was being offensive towards Indians. He's sitting in Texas working for Texas Instruments <laughs> or sitting in Chicago working for Texas Instruments. And I tagged his employer after he like called me an asshole or a BCMC. And within two seconds, he was off Twitter. He deleted his tweet. And I was like, uh-huh, all right. If you're going to put your money where your mouth is uh, and talk about integrity and moral value, uh, you know, you better watch what you say or stand by it. And so... Um, I know a lot of people may not agree with me here, but as somebody who worked in IT, who made a lot of money, not a lot of money, but made good money working at Accenture and these tech companies and Symantec and having clients like Microsoft and Google and all that stuff, like either own up, have some balls, stand behind your opinions or stop trying to take people down who are doing that exact thing. All right. If you don't like something, don't like the comment. Don't comment on the comment. Don't go to the show. Uh, don't laugh if you do go to the show. Walk out if you don't like it. You know, go out, have a smoke, and come back when the next comedian is on. Complain later that, hey, you weren't funny. Send them a personal message. But these people who are looking for validation in their hate to make up for something else that's missing in their life, I mean, have some human decency, guys. And now it's come to throwing a beer bottle? Are you kidding me, dude? Like, ugh. I, was, I know the joke is probably not that great. And, bro, if you're listening, the guy who did it, I apologize. I'll come watch you. Let's see what it is. But nobody has a right to you know, attack somebody like that. Nobody has a right to throw a beer bottle. And it's just so, uh, I loved it though, to be honest, all the aftermath, because this exact thing has happened to this guy. And so there was two guys, one guy threw a beer bottle, one guy was shouting and screaming along with him. And the one who was shouting and screaming, not the one who threw the beer bottle, uh, was like some CEO of some IT company here in Bangalore, uh, you know, leader in artificial intelligence, threat management, security, data analytics, some bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Um, got a couple million dollars in funding, which even they'll tell you, as I'm talking about comedians not having money, $2 million in funding is literally nothing for a company here in Bangalore. I mean, it's enough to have an office in Indranagar and, you know, run like three floors of some building uh, for a six-month runway. Uh, but unless you start turning profit, that's not going to be much. And I'm sure... If somebody is in a startup like that and they want to pay themselves at least 50 to 80 lakhs a year, uh, you're really going to burn through a lot of cash really quick. So um, this poor guy who probably has this attitude and, you know, uh, acted like a drunk fool uh, defending his friend basically got trolled hard by all the comics on Google Maps. Poor thing. And I would not recommend anyone do this. I gave them five stars, but I gave them a snazzy comment on it. Um, but they started saying, like, your CEO sucks, and how could you do that? And that's the repercussions of your actions, guys. If you're going to throw a beer bottle at somebody who's trying to follow his or her passions and dreams and has to do it in front of an audience all the time and just eat shit for most of their career, and you're going to try to attack them for doing that, uh, they're going to attack you back, dude, and they're going to make your employers and your people feel like crap, and then you're going to realize what it's like to really put yourself out there. So... All I'm saying at the very least is do not assault performers, support performers, support live comedy, live art, because it takes time. It takes effort. You know, I hate it when people shit on a bad movie. I know I've done it, but that was like a thousand people's hard work for like three years. And overnight, your judgy ass is just like, ugh, that's garbage. And yeah, it works in the way that hopefully we make better movies. Uh, and hopefully we write better stories. But the same people who complain are the same ones who watch shitty masala Bollywood flicks. So I know I now sound like some jaded artist, but the ultimate point of this podcast was never, ever, ever anywhere in life uh, use violence as a response to verbal uh, communication. And obviously if somebody hits you, 
defend yourself if somebody's attacking you from the stage and there are sh- plenty of shitty comics who make fun of the audience for no reason boo them off stage walk away because a comic who is a bad comic to no audience is not going to be a comic at all for long so that's all i wanted to riff on this week you guys let me know your thoughts um let me know how you enjoy calling out hypocrites there was another podcast i did called hypocrisy in middle class india which is on this Brady num num podcast i love doing it I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening every week, and I'll catch you later next week. Bye. Hello. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. That's right.